Welcome to Poptopia. Welcome to Poptopia, your podcast for all things pop culture. I'm your host, Paul French, and it is Friday, April 16th, 2010. And on today's show, we're going to talk a little box office. We're going to talk a little bit of ratings. We're going to talk a little kick-ass. That was me trying to do my Sunday, Sunday, Sunday voice, you know, that that whole thing. Anyway, uh, so let's start off here uh, with a little box office roundup. And looking at uh, last week's box office, this would be for the week of the ninth, you know, that week. Uh, all right, number five, The Last Song. This is the Miley Cyrus uh, movie based on a book by Nicholas Sparks, which means someone is dying or, you know, something tragic is happening because that's what they do. All right, so that one uh, pulled in 9.83 million last week to bring the total gross to 42.3 million. At number four, uh, Tyler Perry's Why Did I Get Married 2 brought in 11, 11 million to bring the total gross to 48.5 million. Number three, How to Train Your Dragon, 24.9 million coming in last week to bring the total gross to 133 million. And everything I hear about this one is, is great. I, I definitely want to check it out myself. Haven't, just haven't had the chance. Uh, number two, Date Night, uh, 25.2 million in, in its first week. And, uh, but it was edged out just slightly by Clash of the Titans, uh, which came out to 26.6 million for a total gross of 110 million. And I gotta say, I wish I'd held out for How to Train Your Dragon instead of going to see Clash of the Titans. But now I know. And as some military dude once said, knowing is half the battle. All right, so uh, let's look at what's coming out this week. Uh, first off, we have Kick-Ass. Uh, this is directed by Matthew Vaughn, who, of course, um, did pretty well with his last, um, you know, comic-slash-graphic novel adaptation, which was uh, Stardust. Uh, this one is adapting the comic book by Mark Miller and John Romita Jr., and they've uh, basically taken this story of a kid who decides he wants to be a superhero and uh, names himself Kick-Ass because, you know, he's a kid. Uh, so anyway, that is coming out uh, this this week and um, looks to be a lot of fun. Uh, of course, the, uh, the his decision to do this inspired a whole ton of copycats and uh, um, chaos and much, much ass kickery ensues. Um, and this one stars... Aaron Johnson is the uh, the title character, Kick-Ass, uh, also known as Dave Lasesky. And uh, Nicolas Cage plays his father, and we have Chloe Moritz as Hit-Girl. And I'm not going to say any more than that because it just needs to be seen. Now, I was not a big fan of the last Miller adaptation, uh, which was uh, Wanted. Uh, that said, you know, Matthew Vaughn is definitely, you know, a more story-oriented uh, oriented director than the guy who uh, directed uh, Wanted, and uh, and I just think we're, we're in for a better movie. Stylistically, it looks very similar, but uh, but I think we're in for a whole different movie, and I think it's going to be a whole lot of fun. Um, uh, you know, certainly reading the book was a lot of fun, so I'm looking forward to that. Also opening from uh, director Neil, Neil Labute, um, who I remember, of course, mainly from like in the Company of Men and that sort of thing. Um, this one stars uh, Chris Rock and Martin Lawrence, among others, uh, and it's basically a patriarch's funeral leads to a series of family arguments, revealing dark secrets and possibly murder. Uh, the original uh, came out actually in 2007 and it was directed by Frank Oz and is totally worth checking out. Um, you had like Peter Dinklage and Alan Tudyk. Uh, actually, Dinklage re reprises his role in this. It's 
it's a pretty tough fact to follow, but I'm, I'm interested to check it out because this doesn't seem the kind of thing that I would expect from Neil LeBute. So I, I've got to say I'm intrigued, um, w- without a doubt. Also coming out in limited release is The Secret in Their Eyes, and this comes from director Juan Jose Campanella, uh, starring Ricardo Darren, who plays a retired criminal court investigator who is working on a novel based on a 25-year-old unsolved murder case that still haunts him. And uh, this one looks to be really cool. Um, you know, really sort of uh, sort of dark thriller. Uh, well worth checking out. Um, uh, you know, you, you really can't beat uh, Ricardo Darren in uh, in mysteries and thrillers. And um, you know, it's 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 a definite uh, standout in um, in Argentinian uh, cinema. So worth worth checking out if you can. Uh, Exit through the gift shop. This is also in limited release. Um, and basically, uh, concerns a venerable street artist Banksy. Um, and you've got a documentarian who basically uh, starts out trying to interview him and then the camera kind of being turned back on on himself as well. And they study sort of a chronicle of the rise and commercialization of street art. So it should be a really interesting thing to, to check out. It got a lot of buzz at Sundance. Uh, it was kind of a uh, surprise there. And... Um, you know, there's been other movies about the whole street uh, street art movement, um, but uh, this really takes it uh, to a different level. You have one of the artists doing this, and it really talks about the idea of the next progression in the medium's popularity being in the hands of the artists themselves. So there you have it. Also in limited release, everything seems to be limited release right now. It's because they don't want to get their asses kicked by Kick-Ass, because when Kick-Ass does really well, everyone will say, it kicks ass. I know. Um, all right, so The Joneses uh, from director Derek Borte. Um, this stars Demi Moore, David Duchovny, and Amber Heard. And you've basically got a picture-perfect family that moves into a gated community where they instantly charm their neighbors who are unaware that the new arrivals are secret employees of a marketing company. That's kind of an interesting idea. It's the idea, you know, it t- kind of takes that whole uh, internet phenomenon of, of people signing up for forums, becoming part of the community so they can get, uh, you know, basically get... Uh, um, you know, marketing information and uh, and try and sell stuff to the people on that farm community. So interesting that now these ones actually just move into, and I guess that's where the title comes from, the idea of keeping up with the Joneses. Um, anyway, it looks kind of fun. There have been some mixed reviews on the on the original script, but uh, but basically the general consensus is that Duchovny and uh, Demi Moore elevate the material, and uh, so it should be kind of interesting. Um, also, yes, limited release, is The City of Your Final Destination, uh, so you have uh, Anthony Hopkins, Charlotte Gainsbourg, and Omar Matwali, who plays a uh, doctoral student who's working on a biography of Latin American writer Jules Gund. He has difficulties with the uh, deceased author's estate and travels to Uruguay to hopefully meet the executors, who are his brother, widow, and mistress, and change their minds. This is actually, um, I would say, a merchant ivory, but of course, it is just an ivory. And this is actually James Ivory's first movie since uh, Ismail Merchant passed away. Um, again, big cast um, and uh, and and you know a, an award-winning crew as well. Um, as they say, the re- reviews have been more polite than uh, than than glowing. So, um, anyway, uh, so worth checking out if you're a fan of the Merchant Ivory oeuvre, as it were. Uh, the Perfect Game. This uh, from director William Deere stars Clifton Collins Jr., Cheech Marin, and I can't even pronounce that name. But basically, in 1957, uh, Moise Arias, Moish, I, I don't know, 
1957, a baseball team from Monterey, Mexico, looks poised to become the first non-U.S. team to win the Little League World Series. And uh, this one, uh, actually, I mean, this this movie was made a few years back, and uh, it was called up from the minor leagues by Lionsgate for uh, an August release, but then the there was it was benched. Huh, get it benched uh, because of the shaky economy. So uh, hopefully this is going to uh, this is going to work well. So that's basically what's coming up over the next little bit. And uh, let's talk about DVDs uh, this week on DVD and and I believe on Blu-ray as well uh, is um, Pirate Radio, which I think you know the North American retitling of this was, as far as I'm concerned, just stupid. Stupid, stupid, stupid. Um, the uh, the actual title, the original title, "The Boat That Rocked." Lots of different meanings in that whole thing, and uh, pirate radio seems really sort of simplistic and 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 I guess a little just too on the nose for my liking. But hey, at least it came out. And this, uh, of course, comes from the uh, creator of Love Actually in Notting Hill, and basically looks back to the the freewheeling sixties um, when. Uh, uh, the BBC was basically, you know, banning and censoring uh, uh, the very rock music that a generation was being inspired by, and um, and they so they went basically out to out into the uh, into the waters, and they would broadcast from there, and so it was kind of uh, you know kind of a unique thing, and so this gets into that whole story. Also coming out on Blu-ray, and I would assume also DVD, or maybe it was already there. Um, it would be um, A Nightmare on Elm Street. This is the original. Uh, Wes Craven, of course, in time for the upcoming remake. Um, and so, of course, uh, you, you may remember this one as, uh, as the film debut of Johnny Depp. There you go. So, all right, so he's in it. Uh, special editions and box sets. Of course, uh, Apollo 13 hits uh, 15th anniversary, uh, was nominated, nominated for nine Academy Awards, including Best Picture, and it arrives on Blu-ray with exclusive bonus features. And, uh, of course, it uh, stars two Tom Oscar and Tom Hanks, Kevin Bacon, Bill Paxton, Gary Sinise, and Ed Harris, making it one of those hub movies for the Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon game. So uh, that one's coming out... Um, and that's pretty much... Oh, 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 let's talk about some TV stuff. Uh, Dallas, the complete 13th season. Yes. So uh, <clears throat> if you're collecting the Dallas series, there you have it. Um, and there's also a Gone with the Wind Scarlet Edition. This is uh, adapted, of course, as you know, adapted from Mar Margaret Mitchell's novel. Um, and uh, I'm trying to find out what's actually different about it. And I don't know that there really is anything. It's all that different about the Scarlet Edition, as it were. So, um, yeah, I think it's more of just a, co a cover thing because it's not showing anything in the way of special features that say to me, oh, hey, this you can only get in the Scarlet Edition. Um, so, uh, <laughs> so, well, that's a waste of time. All right, so, um, but coming soon on, uh, on DVD, of course, uh, next week, Actually, in the next couple of weeks, we have uh, Avatar, which will come out uh, next week. And um, Crazy Heart, Young Victoria, and Lovely Bones. So there you go. That's the, uh, that's the DVD stuff. Okay, so let's talk some TV ratings. All right, <clears throat> just looking at Thursday night. So this is, uh, this is last night. Um, in the 8 o'clock hour, um, 
Survivor took the win. Uh, flash forward, still kind of taking a beating. Um, so Survivor takes the win, 12.1 million viewers um, with a 12 share, or a 7.1 with a, with a 12 share. Uh, Bones um, on Fox took second place, 9.7 million with a 6.2 share. Uh, flash forward was 5 million with a 3.4 share. So that's really dropped down. I mean, it only only really just edged out by 1.2 million uh, a couple of reruns of The Office. And uh, trailing is The Vampire Diaries with 3 million and a 1.8 share. Leading in the all-important 18 to 49 demographic is Survivor Survivor Heroes and Villains with 3.7. Okay, so 9 p.m. hour. Uh, CSI still still winning. Come on, we're talking like uh, almost 10 years in and uh, still at 13... A uh, million with an eight point one share. Uh, Fringe came in second with six point seven million and four point one share. Like, look at that. That's that's almost half, almost half there. Um, from the first to the second. Um, then you get um, number three was the uh, Saturday Night Live in the two thousands um, special, uh, which came in at six point five million with a four point two share. Uh, there's a Grey's Anatomy rerun on ABC, which brought in 4.7 with a 3.4 share, and on the CW, Supernatural trailing with 2.4 million and a 1.5. And in the 10 p.m. Uh, hour, it was basically reruns. Uh, CBS won the uh, won the hour with uh, with a, a rerun of The Mentalist, which came in at 11.5 million, and uh, with a 7.5 share. Uh, Saturday Night Live. It looks like it picked up some viewers. Uh, went up to 6.9 viewers in, in, in the 6.9 million viewers as people finished watching uh, CSI apparently, and uh, 4.3 share. And Private Practice had a rerun with 3.7 million and a 2.7 share. So, uh, so that's um, that's that's kind of the ratings roundup there. And uh, and I mean, no real surprises, you know. Oh, geez, Survivor and um, and CSI are winning. What a, what a surprise! You know, these aren't really unexpected things, and uh, I think it's very interesting that um, you know, as business models continue to sort of drop down and um, and and not work as they used to, uh, there are still some old winners that that you know people wonder why you know why do they hold on to the the sort of outmoded uh, business model? And it's, well, because to a certain degree, some of it's still working for them. It's not working at all to the same level that it used to. But uh, but they're still finding some luck in in doing these things that they used to do, and still kind of getting what they used to get. So, uh, but you know that's never going to be quite enough for the shareholders because it's still dropping off, and that's going to be where things really need to change. Anyway, comments as always are welcome at poptopiapodcast at gmail dot com, and uh, we look forward to hearing from you. And we'll be back next week.